Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome back to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. It's been a minute, Neil. Did you think we left? Did Don't think call it we... a comeback. We've been here for years. Well, yeah, we have actually. We have, yeah. We have. We have 90th episode today. That's our 90th Gosh. episode, which means we've been doing this, um, you know, on and off. We've had weeks off where, you know, like yeah. personal stuff has come up. Um, but we started this uh, 20, 2020. Well, yeah, this started as a COVID passion project. Yeah, it was, 20, it was 2021. So we've been doing this for two years now. Yeah. Wow. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Look Not at me. Us. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah. All right, Neil. Um, you gotta. I'm just gonna give you the floor here. I'm gonna let you fill us in on your life. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we. What was our last episode? About a month ago, month and a half it ago. It was April. six weeks ago. April. April 28th was our last episode. Yeah, so a month and a half. And um, uh, life is, has caught up uh, to us. Life has caught up. Um, not unknowingly, not surprisingly, mm-hmm. it was planned. Um, I went out and I got engaged. And, you went uh, out and you got engaged. Congratulations, Neil. He, uh, yeah. he sealed himself down. He is engaged. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, why don't you tell us tell us everything because I've known for a little bit now we obviously couldn't talk about it on the podcast but uh, I just want to hear I just want to I just want to bask in this story here yeah I mean I'm not um, one for big um, engagements or anything of the sort you've Matt. never been engaged before I don't like the uh, the spotlight kind of thing you know oh. I've never been engaged before no, oh, to nice. answer your okay. question you're not big on have you been engaged before? I have not been engaged <laughs> okay uh, well like uh, the ring pop engagement like back when I was in kindergarten but that's about yeah. it I you know <laughs> I've seen on Instagram and and you know all these reels and TikToks about people having big signs that say like marry me marry and me. like big like staged like Things crowds and stuff like yeah. flash mobs yeah like it was, like that's not my style so um my plan was we recently um this past year got a puppy um a mini golden doodle mm-hmm. um, and we take this dog on walks daily and we have a little walk around our um where we live in our area a uh, little grassed area um, but this one area in particular on our walk over, overlooks the Toronto skyline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we marvel at that skyline each day that we walk by there. And, uh, you know, as soon as I walked by it, I was like, this is a perfect spot to propose if I ever want to do that one day. That one day was on May 7th. So that's what we did on a dog walk. On Just a... got down on a knee and proposed right there. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I've told this story to other people. Yeah. Um, and every reaction I've gotten has just been like, that is the cutest way you can propose. Like literally like something that you guys have together that you do something that like means a lot to you two and only you two. Um, and obviously your dog, um, but bringing that, like having you guys share that moment and you did have a photographer waiting as well. You did. Yeah. I still wanted to capture the moment. You know, I, I did just say I didn't want anything too flashy or, or, or something that wasn't us. And we're very low key. 
Um, so we wanted something low key, but we still wanted to capture the moment. So a photographer was there. Um, it wasn't a whole ordeal. Uh, he was, we, he probably took like 15 minutes of photographer, uh, photos. Um, but just to capture the moment, it was perfect, you know, because it was actually raining the entire day, mm-hmm. the entire day. And, um, we, uh, went, I had to get her to get her nails done because, oh yeah, she would have been, fucking, she been pissed. Can't have fucking ghetto <laughs> nails. <laughs> She would have not if been I'm, not, I'm not putting a ring on a ghetto looking nail, no. I guess let's, let's be honest. God, no. Especially if there's photos being taken. Yeah, of course. Um, so went to get her nails done. Um, I actually got my nails done. I was going to say, too. did you get your nails done yeah. as well? It's actually nice. It is not, nice. I'm not into the, like the hands though, like the yeah. feet. Fuck want, my feet up, man. Like got, get that get cheese grater on. Just fucking. Absolutely. Go hey, to town. You want to take out some fucking energy? Yeah. Get that cheese grater out and go to town on my feet. Get Neil to take a socks yeah. off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So you both had your, your mini spa experience. So we did that. We actually, okay. uh, there's a ramen spot down the street from us here where we're recording. Okay. Um, so we went for, because I mentioned it was like a cold, rainy day that day. Um, and then, Cause you know. Because nothing goes well with freshly done nails. Like no, nothing. Ramen. Nothing. Like ramen. Like ramen, mm-hmm. we um, we actually went back home and just lounged for a few hours. But the rain stopped at five o'clock, and my goal was to propose at six thirty, mm-hmm. to a T, like that time exactly. Yeah. Um, and it and ended why up. Why that time? Why that time? That time because between the hours of or between the time of six thirty and seven, I had arranged for a lot of our close friends to come back to our condo i just right. left our condo open right um including one of her best friends or two of her best friends from vancouver who flew in just for that day right um just to have like a little <laughs> celebration afterwards so we did that uh walk timed we timed it out perfectly yeah. well i timed it out perfectly at six <laughs> o'clock proposed at six thirty. By the time photog- like the photographer was done with us, mm-hmm. we were back at our place by seven, and then the rest is history. Like we just, she was very surprised, and she loved it. You know, she wouldn't have it any other way. And the ring was exactly what she wanted, and that's it. Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. I will say the pictures looked fantastic. Like that yeah. photographer really captured the moment, um, like the entire moment. Like, yeah, from you getting down on your knee to like you standing up and like her actually looking at the ring and like, yeah. Her crying, obviously. Um, but I got to ask, like, because you guys were lounging around your house that day. Yeah. What was going through your head? Like, knowing that you were going to propose in a matter of hours. So like, your lives were going to change forever in a matter of hours. What was going through your head? I get this question, like, since since that day, everyone was asking, hey, were you nervous? Hey, like, yeah. were you like, like, how did you do this? Were you not a nervous wreck? And the answer is no. Like, the thing is... The the one thing that I was anxious about was the weather, and I was looking. Okay. I was a fucking meteorologist <laughs> that day. I could literally tell you, yeah, when this fucking storm was gonna end, because <laughs> like, I was on the like with the with the radar, you had your weather balloon out there, <laughs> literally with a weather balloon. Like I was tracking yeah. the radar on my phone. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh fuck, this. Those are some fucking angry looking clouds. Yeah, and it was like downpouring that day. It wasn't just raining. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was the one thing I was anxious about, that the plan wouldn't go. Because it would be hard for me to convince her to go walk a dog when it's pouring when rain. It's pouring rain. Yeah. So the plan was almost <laughs> thwarted by that. Um, but we ended up 
having some clear skies, uh, well, overcast, which in turn ended up being perfect for photos. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get that, um, you don't get the sun lighting, uh, ruining the, the, the photos. Um, but it ended up being perfect. Overcast, apparently, I didn't know this, is the best for background photos, uh, like I backdrops. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out in the end, uh, but I was not nervous. You know, I I, you I knew, just wanted... You knew she was going to say yes. You knew. Yeah. You guys have talked about it. You live together. You have a child together. This has been... It's been... We don't have a child. Well, we have a, a puppy together. That's a child. It's a child. Um, but yes, I mean, this has been a long time coming, um, and it, it's it's almost surreal. It doesn't even feel like it's it's been kicked in yet. And I know, like, I've been getting asked, "Hey, how's engagement life?" Yeah, nothing's changed. You've just been like, you yeah, like you said, you haven't had time to actually like take it in. You've literally just been like go 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 yeah. for the past month. Yeah, and like you haven't actually you haven't like you said you haven't had time to actually like sit down and like talk about wedding stuff. You're literally just like you've had parents visiting, you've had friends visiting, yeah. You've been like catching up on work. It's just like, yeah, you haven't had time to like do any like wedding stuff. We we're gonna get there, but again, for me, you know, at 34 years old, I've never rushed into anything. This included, I'm not gonna rush into anything mm-hmm. else. Um, we're gonna enjoy this. Uh, we haven't really had a chance to enjoy it yet, and it's been a month, so. Um, I mean, when I, what I mean by that is uh, just her and I just actually like get a chance to sit down, breathe, breathe. Yeah. And, and just let it all happen unfold the way it needs to. Uh, but uh, again, that happened a month ago. Uh, what have you been up <laughs> in the last month, Josh? Uh, Cause I haven't been the only one that's been busy. I honestly have not, um, been as ex- I've had exciting as a life as you, um, recently single, um, so quite the opposite of you, actually. Um, getting myself back out there, you know. Um, you guys heard it here first. Josh single. is nearly single. I'm getting. You realize myself, that I'm gonna. That's the promo that I'm putting on. That's what on you're gonna Instagram. put up here. Josh. Josh is new. Recently single. All right. Yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you put that up there. Okay. This is. Uh, this is my. Uh, yeah. No. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much um, all that's been new. Been working a lot. Uh, have a new the Canadian Tire commercial, which I've talked about before, is now out. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently, like people have been texting me that it's out there. So the commercial. The commercial. Is, is it on Google? Uh, or YouTube? I said I've, Google. I just it's uh, well. Now that you've said Google out loud, Google is listening, so Google will probably put it on Google. Um, but it's on YouTube apparently. Like it plays like as an ad before some videos. I've tried to look for it. What are you doing in this video? I am uh, working on my tool bench um, outside in the backyard. And I look to my left and my friend is painting the fence. But it's so hot out that he's standing in a kiddie pool. And I kind of like look at him and look at him like he's an idiot. And he looks at me like I'm an idiot. And we have this like... So you guys are both idiots. We're both idiots. Absolutely. 100%. I'm an idiot in most things I do, Neil. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I got a notif- or an email from my landlord saying they might have to sell the place. And so I was like, perfect. Um, I dropped my dog off at my parents because I don't want them. I don't want him here while random people are in here doing showings and I don't want him freaking out. So they are selling this place. 
Well, then they sent me an email a couple days ago saying that um, they're working something out with the bank so that they won't have to sell it. They're going to get back to me in one to two weeks. So um, I so hot and cold, man. Literally, <laughs> so hot and cold. My experience with these landlords has been has been subpar. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a lot of a lot of sports stuff that has happened. Should we dive into it? I want to. Yeah, we. I mean, like, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot. I, don't I mean, even know we've, where we've to got start. a month and a half worth of I sports. I really that we don't can talk know about. where to start. I do want to. I think the 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 one thing I think it's on your mind too. I want to talk about Messi going to MLS. Did you see how many followers Inter Miami gained in the past 24 yeah, hours? They doubled. They they gained no, no, a million no, no, no. followers. It they gave, they got 4.6 million followers in 24 hours. They now are the most followed club in any sport in North America. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like that's insane the Messi effect. It's literally the Messi yeah. effect. Less than 24 hours it was announced. And yeah. they have gained 4.6 million followers. Have you followed them? No. Oh. <laughs> but I might. Um, yeah, that's insane. That's obviously like what's on everyone's mind, what's on everyone's like topic of conversation over the past 24 hours. But yeah. like Messi has made his decision to go to Inter Miami, which means your next highest goal scorer for the next two to three years in the MLS, Lionel Messi. You think he's going to be the highest scoring goal scorer? One million. He's the greatest player to ever play the game. Ever. Ever. Yeah. You can't. There's no one that compares yeah. to Lionel Messi. You realize he's going. It's going to be like an NBA player playing in a fucking high school game. Yeah. Literally. That's literally what it's going to be. It's like Braun going and playing with Bronny in one of his high school games. Yeah. It's going to be insane. He's going to be the highest goal scorer. 100%. You thought Ibrahimovic was a big name coming over to the MLS? I thought, yeah. Galaxy. I mean, there's been a lot of big names coming over to the MLS. No one. Right? This is this Schweinsteiger been... uh, came over. Do I think not he's... put Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger in was the a same big name conversation in the MLS. Do not do that. I was going to go back and say like uh, Thierry Henry coming to play for New York Red Bulls, or David Beckham coming over, or. Diego Costa coming to the New York Red Bulls. Oh, my God. Um, But, like, you know, big names like that coming in. And Leo Messi coming to enter Miami. I mean, there's been a lot of big names. I think the biggest, you know, Leo Leo Messi is obviously the The biggest. biggest. The biggest. You cannot argue He'd be the biggest signing in any league. In any league. No matter where he would have gone to, he would have been the biggest signing. Um, Does this move shock you? Um, it does only because it's too, I think it's too early for him to go to MLS. I think he could play competitive European champions league football for the next two to maybe three years and then head to the MLS for like his last two years. I think this is a little too early for him. Um, so, and that's the only reason it shocks me. Um, but I, he's going to have success anywhere he goes. Like he's literally going to win the league anywhere he goes. So I think it literally just it our ratings for MLS are gonna spike. Can you imagine um the 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 first Inter Miami game? Because obviously he's not gonna play until next season. That's his contract. Yeah. Uh but the first home game I saw for Inter Miami before the Leo Messi signing was 
the cheapest ticket was $29. Yeah. And now the cheapest ticket is like $550 for that game. When he comes to Toronto, Toronto's going to be nuts when Messi comes to Toronto. Like that, that game's going to sell out. You're going to have people watching it in every bar in Toronto. You're going to have people standing outside the stadium waiting for him to come out. Like, I don't think you understand. Messi is one of the biggest figures in the world. If not the biggest figure right now. Like, he just won a World Cup. He is the topic of conversation always. Yeah, this is stratospheric. Like, they've, <laughs> like this move is the biggest move. And it doesn't even matter that he's an MLS. Like, if he went anywhere. Like, there was... He, you know, he turned down almost a billion dollars to go to Saudi Arabia. To go to Saudi Arabia. You know who didn't turn down a billion dollars? Well, everyone knows who didn't turn down. Who? Kareem Benzema. Kareem Benzema. Yeah. And Cristiano Ronaldo. I know. Um, and Conte just went to Saudi Arabia too, I believe. But anyways, yes. Uh, Messi said it was not about the money. He wanted to play where he wanted to play. It was never about the money for him. So. He turned down all of this money to go play at Inter Miami. You know who the owner of Inter Miami is? Yes, David Beckham. David Beckham bought Inter Miami for $25 million. He bought the club for 25 mil. Mm-hmm. Before Messi signed, they were approximately worth like $500 million. Mm-hmm. So he went from 25 to 500 million now that Messi is signed there they're worth almost a billion dollars isn't like he, he turned effect. he turned 25 million David Beckham is the biggest winner out of all of this 100%. he turned 25 million into almost a billion dollar club 100% that's the best investment that you can make I'm sure he's met and, with Messi a bunch of times I'm sure his agent has met with Messi's agent I'm sure there's a whole bunch of conversations going on at all times Messi's been rumored he's been linked to Inter Miami for so long for so long because right? of David Beckham yeah literally um, they are he, Messi will get paid and like he's not getting paid MLS money because let's face no. it MLS money is not real money like it's not a lot of money um <clears throat> There's reports coming out uh, that came out on Tuesday that MLS had come up with a creative pitch um, to sign him. Well, yeah, because MLS, like the commissioner, wants Messi in MLS. Well, Apple um, Apple TV just got the MLS season pass. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Apple TV is offering a share of revenue that's generated by new subscribers. Really? So, <clears throat> man, think about that. Apple is not fucking around. How did Apple Apple knew about Messi going to Inter Miami before Messi went to Inter Miami? So Apple, yeah, that's why Apple. This is the first year Apple TV bought MLS. This is the first year. That Yo, they bought the MLS plot like the package. Yeah, they bought it. Then they bought it. Not they must have known that he was coming. They must have. They must have had a conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, or something because they bought that package a couple days later. <laughs> Or a few weeks later, Messi signs, and, and they, now, like yeah. now, look at them. Like they're gonna, they're gonna blow up. The MLS package is gonna blow up because everyone wants to see Messi worldwide. It's gonna blow people, up. Oh yeah, people are gonna watch this. You talk about the Messi effect all over the world. People Apple. are gonna watch MLS games all over the world, and this is like Messi coming to MLS means other players are going to start coming to MLS. Like Messi, the biggest star in the world coming to MLS means that 
players around the world are going to wake up and be like, oh, this is actually like a legitimate league where players want to go play and win. Everyone thought he was going to go back to Barca. I, including myself. But they don't have the money for him. They don't. And they also don't necessarily need him. They just won the league. Um, they're going to be contending for Champions League next year. Um, well, contending in Champions League next year. So they don't necessarily need a Messi. They don't necessarily need to shell out all that money on a Messi. Like, develop your team first, which is something they haven't done in years. I think, yeah. Tyree Kill is also a number 10 um, and also plays in Miami. You think you're going to have a Tyreek Hill messy connection on Instagram? In the next? Well, they, they already did. Tyreek Hill went out and sent a message uh, on the Miami Dolphins uh, Twitter account uh, saying from one ten to another, welcome to Miami, Leo Messi. <laughs> That's something I never thought I would hear. I would love to see Tyreek Hill play for Inter Miami as well. I would love to see Tyreek Hill race Leo Messi. I don't think that would be a fair race. Leo Messi doesn't have the speed. He has a skill. Mm-hmm. He always has. I just want to see he the has, race. He has the handles. Don't take right? this away from me, Neil. I just want to see the race, okay? It's wild. Should we, um, now that we've dived, dove into that, should we dive into something that happened just about a month ago? What do you got? Um, our famous, infamous hockey team from the city of Toronto. I buried it deep I go by me. the name... I know, I tried to bury it too, but this is the first episode we've done since that, so we should at least... Yeah, I buried it deep within me, but... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So what happened, the Leafs obviously beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games Mm -hmm. to advance to the second round for the first time in 19 years. They played the Florida Panthers in the second round... Yeah. Got their asses handed to them, won one game in the second round, and then got eliminated in game five. Now, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, the emotions definitely aren't as raw as they were. But essentially, in my opinion, this is something I have not gotten over. The Morgan Riley goal was a goal. I will say that loud and clear. It was mm-hmm. a goal. 10 times out of 10, every single day of the week, it is a goal. There was a holding call that was a not that was not called at all. Radko Gudis was holding a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs when the game-winning goal was scored by the Florida Panthers in overtime. You can pull up the footage, look at it all you want. Um, the stick was being held the entire time, and the ref did not call it. There were various other interference calls, various other hits to the head that weren't called throughout the game against the Leafs. Um, but uh, that's something that uh, we have to live with now, Neil. That's something that uh, yeah. we can't change. Uh, I mean, the Florida Panthers team that beat us is now in the finals. Um, yeah, they're down two games to none, but they're an eight seed going in. Um, there's In basketball, there's an eight seed in the finals as well. It's a fucking crazy year, Josh. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. It is insane. Eight seeds should not be in the finals. But here we are. Here we are. Dusting off Boston like they're fucking nothing. Like, like they owe them money. Walking past them, being like... Just fucking... Just yeah. complete dusting of yeah. Boston. Toronto, they almost swept. They almost swept our Leafs. Yeah. I thought they were going to sweep, honestly. I don't even remember the series against Carolina because it was over so quick. They swept them as well. Now they're in the finals and Vegas is saying, yo, 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 yo. Hold the fuck up. 
You're a fucking eight seed. <laughs> We're going to treat you like one. But they're down 2-0. So, again, Florida deserved to be in the finals for the way they played. They played with grit. They played with tenacity. Um, the Leafs, not so much. They got past the first round for the first time in nine years. Yeah, 19. Well, nine tries to get past the first round. Yeah. 19 years, um, but nine tries, sorry. Um, there's going to be, well, there's already a, a new GM change. Kyle Dubas is a fucking loser, saying that he, he's going to take some time off and he's not going to go anywhere, but he wants to stay in Toronto. Four days later, he signs in Pittsburgh. Honestly, seeing him at that Pittsburgh Penguins press conference was like having your ex say she's not, she's going to take some time and like, work on herself and then you see them walking down the street holding hands with someone else four days later that was literally like my heart like skipped a beat when i saw kyle dubas in that kyle Kyle dubas is a fucking coward um and he he tried he is he is kyle dubas had to have had some conversation with the pittsburgh penguins prior before he had a conversation with Brendan Shanahan, because what had happened, in my opinion, here's what I had happen. Um, you know, Not you were, he went and found out that there was an offer on the table for him to become the president of hockey operations with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I thought he got hired as the GM. No. Are you the sure? President of hockey operations, Kyle Dubas. Okay. So he had that information in his back pocket. He then goes to Brendan Shanahan with this information. Doesn't tell him, like, hey, this is what I want. Give me your fucking job. You think he doesn't, he didn't tell him about the president job. I don't think he told him about the offer with with Pittsburgh. I think he went to Brendan Shanahan and he said, hey, step aside. Give me your fucking job. And Brendan Shanahan's like, yo, what? (laughs) Who the fuck do you think you are? Go pack your fucking glasses case and get the hell out of here. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally what what ha- in my opinion what happened because um, why like you don't say something like that a few days and then a few days later come back and and increase your offer to something stratospheric and and unruly and then get fired over it and then sign with another team as a president a few days later it doesn't work that way. Like, there's more to this story. And then he even had the gall to fucking go out and write a statement <clears throat> saying, we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Brendan Shanahan sure talked about it. Brendan Shanahan gave I'm us... I'm telling you, man. Like, Kyle Dubas, it's not that big a loss. Yeah, he made some good moves, but he didn't make great moves. But what has Treleving done since he... <laughs> He was with Calgary for the longest time. I love that. I mean, it's a very unpopular trade, apparently. But what he's known for most in Calgary is his deal of Matthew Kachuk. In the return, everyone at the time was saying, oh, my God, what a fucking haul for Matthew Kachuk. And then it didn't work out. It did work out. For for the Calgary Flames? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, losing Matthew Kachuk is, I mean, like, what he is now is unbelievable. But, like, you're about to get hit nothing in return because he was going to walk anyways. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, that deal was good, but it did not work out for the Calgary Flames. Well, I mean, getting Huberto and Uyghur, and I think they got a first-rounder as well, 
for a player that was going to sign elsewhere. Who was on the way out, yeah. You know, That's a pretty good haul. It just, it unfortunately, Calgary Flames didn't even make the playoffs. Same thing with Johnny Gaudreau. Like, you, this is what happens when you, you have all these American players on a Canadian team that don't want to play in Canada. They want to go play in the States, mm-hmm. right? That's, yeah, you talk about hometown discount, like wanting to go play <laughs> for your hometown. Yeah. Like, that, there's nothing you can do, right? Like, you, you're contractually obligated to play for a team until you're not. Until you're not, yeah. Right? So, yeah, no, that was a, it was a big trade, probably the biggest trade of the offseason that season. Um, but I liked that move. That he, I, think, I thought that was a savvy deal that he made there. So do you are you putting 100% faith in Brandon Trelliving? I'm going to tell you he's going to shake things up this offseason. He has he's to. He's going to have to, man. He's literally going to have to. I can't. I, I don't think the Leafs run it back with the same core. I, I, they can't. They just can't. At this point, like, you're going to have most of these players walk in the next year to two years. Yeah. You can't let this team run it back. You can't say, you can't look at the past five, six years and be like, that's okay. That is, <clears throat> that's something that we're going to be accepting here. No, you can't. You have to look at the past six years and be like, how do we not, how can we not get it right? How have we not gotten it right yet? And how do we go about setting this team up so that they can get it right? Yeah. And step one, I'm not saying blow up the core four, but change them up. You can move one of those core four out and bring in another player that you can insert back into that core four. Something's got to change here. I think, you know, the core four take up a lot of cap on this team. You got to cap that doesn't, you don't move Nylander though. You don't move him. He's cap friendly. Are you, hang on a second. Hang on. I need to, I need to, you got to move Marner. I need, I need you to repeat what you just said. I know what I've said here in the past. (laughs) I need you to repeat. I know what I've said said. here in the past. You said that you don't move Nylander. You don't move Nylander. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm on board with that, Neil. I'm on board. Are you board on board? Yes. Don't move Neilan. You have to move Mitch Marner. Yep, I agree. You have to. I you like there's no like he's at his top value right now. Like he's a top five player in the league. And he had a good playoffs this year too. He had a good playoffs. So like you have to move him. Yeah, I agree. There's gonna be a lot of unhappy fans, but I agree with you. He's the odd man out. You're, you're not going to move Tavares because Tavares, even at what he paid, he's he's at a point per game pace. Mm-hmm. He's the Matt Sundin stats that we've always needed in a captain, right? Like he is, if you get rid of John Tavares, you you have Austin Matthews, you have you get rid of John leadership. Tavares, you get rid of your leadership, That's... you get rid of a, arguably the best second line center in the league. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. You have the odd man out. You're not going to get rid of (laughs) Riley. But again, in terms of money, the only one that isn't worth their money, in my opinion, is Mitch Marner. Mitchell Marner. He's not worth what he's being paid. I'm going to just, I'm going to list off a few names. Sorry to, sorry to go ahead. Continue, continue. I'm going to list off a few names and you tell me if they should (laughs) be brought back. Okay. From this team this year. Do you want me to answer like a one word answer? Like, just go. Just go. Just I'll say yes, um, but if it's a no, tell me why you don't think they should be brought back. Luke okay. Shen. Yes. Noel Achari. 
Wait, is Luke Shen on an expiring contract or is this? Yeah, these are free agents. Okay, yes, Luke Shen. Noel Chari, nah, not worth it. I like Noel Chari a lot. He, he brings, brings that physicality. He brings grit and physicality, but like... David Kempf. Yeah, I do like David Kempf. Yep. Kerfoot. Mm-hmm. Yep. You would bring Kerfoot back. Yep, I would. He's got that tenacity. He's going to cost over $4 million. No, he won't. Kerfoot? Will. Yeah. No, he will not. Three at the most. Ryan O'Reilly. He's got the veteran leadership, but he's a free agent this summer, correct? He is a free agent. <clears throat> no, he's going to be worth too much. Unless he's willing to sign a hometown discount, which, um, you know, like a not so much as like a Jason Spezza, but like something along those lines. If he's willing to take a hometown discount, I would take him back, but I'm not jumping out the gun here. The thing is, like, if, if we bring him back, that moves Tavares to the wing. Right, like, and what is Tavares? <laughs> we just talked about his his. Um, Why do you have how to move valuable? To the wing? I mean, you got to move one of these guys to the wing. Ryan O'Reilly's a second liner. <laughs> like, he's not a first liner. He's, he's not a third liner. Line winger. I Ryan O'Reilly's more of a center. <clears throat> John Tavares is one of the greatest faceoff percentage players in the league. Michael Bunting. <sighs> That's a tricky one. I knew it would be. That's a tricky one. Um, is he a free agent this summer? Uh-huh. I would say, because <clears throat> when we got him, he was kind of replacing Zach Hyman. So he was like that gritty, like that that bulldog that we have out there, that pit bull that would like go into the corner and like fetch out those pucks for us and, you know, be that physical player on a line that needed a physical player on it. Like you put him with like Matthews and Marner and he's the guy that's going to go out there and protect them. But also put up points. Okay. Well, so to answer your question, um, yes, you bring him back. You bring him back. Yeah. Michael Bunting. Yep. Would you rather have Michael Bunting or Ryan O'Reilly? Michael Bunting. Over Ryan O'Reilly. Correct. Why is this? <clears throat> he's younger. Um, he's got more of a ceiling at this point in his career, um, and he's he's grittier. Ryan O'Reilly doesn't wasn't necessarily playing like he wanted to be there. Michael Bunting was. So I'm just going to put this out there. Whatever Michael Bunting's about to turn 28, so he's getting up there in age, um, in hockey terms. In hockey terms, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever Michael Bunting brought in his first year with Toronto as an asset uh, to not only the Maple Leafs but to Austin Matthews playing on that first line with Austin Matthews was completely gone. In year two, this past year, it didn't it, you didn't have that? No, it wasn't. It wasn't clicking. No, you didn't um, have that. Like, and often, you know, you saw. I think the uh, emergence of Matthew Nyes makes Michael Bunting expendable. And what we saw out of Matthew Nyes, yeah, he was injured in the latter half of yeah. that Florida series, or uh, sorry, the first series, the Tampa series, uh, the Tampa series. But like he, there's no way Matthew Nyes isn't in this lineup next year. He doesn't need any more development no, at a no, no. at a minor level. <clears throat> I don't think. And don't Matthew Nyes is a left winger, the exact same position that Bunting plays. I still think they're different players, Bunting and Nyes. I think they've got similar skill sets, but I still think they're different players. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta. I mean, like you, you're. I'm hoping that our new GM makes a big move here this offseason. I hope that's his entrance into. I think 
our hearts into the fan base where he's like, I'm here. I'm not here to mess around. I'm here to play hardball. Um, no one is. And he said in his first press conference, this isn't about the core four. This isn't about any specific player. This is about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like this is about how to make the team better, whatever that means going forward. And I'm like, okay, I can get on board with that. I can get on board. Um, Marner, you could, I mean, trading Marner, uh, with this, would you do this deal? Um, are you going to propose a deal to me to save some money? Okay. Would you do Huberto for Marner? Ooh, they're very similar players. Um, right. Not one for one because after the year that Huberto had, no, not for one for one. God, no. I would expect um, a little bit more back for Marner. Um, so, no, I would not do that deal if it was one for one. Yeah. Mitch Marner is a much better player than Jonathan Huberto. If you asked me this a year ago, I probably would have said, yeah. What, what would be a similar player? Uh, what would be a player that you would want in return for Mitch Marner? For Mitch you're Marner? You're a GM. So you're the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. What do you, the, the, the team obviously needs to fucking get more grit. We need a, a Matthew or Brady Kachuk. I mean, a, fucking every team needs one of those. But I think Matthew Nice can be a, a physical presence with a size. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, we want yeah, someone yeah. not as frail and scared to get dirty as... Um, as Mitch Marner is, I would take. I would do a Rantanen deal, one for one. Rantanen, Marner, Marner for Rantanen, yeah. You think they would accept that? Colorado or Toronto? Yeah, Colorado. I think they might. They just got their asses kicked in the first round. So you're thinking they they're looking to shake things up? I as think well. they're going to be looking to shake things up a little bit. That would be monumental. They went from Stanley Cup champions to getting out in the first round. They're going to want to change things up a little bit. Does that save the Leafs some cap space? Uh, a little bit, not a lot. I think Rantanen's on. I think what eight million, maybe. Yeah, I mean Marner's at eleven, right? I would do that deal one for one, Rantanen for Marner. Uh, Leafs do have a first <laughs> round pick this year. Um, Connor Bedard, let's go twenty eighth <laughs> overall. Yep. He's going to fall, I'm telling oh you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I've seen some pretty crazy deals out there, like, asking the Leafs universe, like, would you do this, like, trade Matthews and someone else for the first-round pick this year to get Connor Bedard? Would you do that? No. You're taking in a proven... Probably, probably one of the best players in your organization's history. History yeah. in Austin Matthews, who is a perennial sixty-goal threat. But just look at what Connor Bedard has done. What He's had has better he numbers. Than what has he done in his league? Yeah. No, I mean like in the NHL. Oh, in the NHL? No, nothing. That's um, what I mean. Like just. But there's never been a player that's looked this good coming in. Like he is, the, you will not find a pre-draft ranking system that doesn't have Connor Bedard going first overall. Anyway, I'm aware. Like I'm this aware. is, there's no debate here. Even He's, when Austin Matthews was getting drafted, there was some debate between him and Patrick Liner. Let me talk about a few other first round or first overall picks that have not worked out. Okay. I, there's a lot. One of comes to mind right away. Okay. 
Nail Yakupov. Are you kidding? He's a Hall of... No, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? No, it, draft picks don't always work out. You don't trade your fucking stud star player, superstar player, yeah. for an unproven player. I get Bedard has the hype. I get Bedard has the skill. Um, what he, what no one knows if he has or not is a leadership. All right? These are all aspects that you need. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I do want to end off our, our show today by just talking about one last thing is yeah. Columbus has a new head coach in the NHL. Is it official yet? I haven't seen it. It will of- be later this month. Because <clears throat> uh, yeah. <clears throat> I haven't, I wanted to like talk about it, but I, I don't think if it's official yet. I think that's. Okay, we can talk about it on our next show, but when it maybe does become official, but. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets are going to hire Mike Babcock as their head coach. Insane. Isn't that insane? I truly thought we would never see Mike Babcock back in the NHL. I truly thought that. After everything that went down, after him getting fired from the Leafs and all of the stories that came after that and him having to come out and apologize, I truly thought we would never see Mike Babcock again. And Mike, here we are. Com- do you remember Mike Commodore? Yes, I do. Mike Commodore came out and published a video to social media saying he was <laughs> he was going to leave this one alone because he's sick and tired of seeing Mike Babcock's name in all of his feeds. And he went <laughs> ahead and called him a scumbag. He is a scumbag. Everyone knows it. He is 100% a scumbag. And that was the whole conversation when he got fired from the Leafs was that all these stories were coming out about how horrible of a person he was. And now he's just getting hired again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to end our episode on Mike Babcock because I don't want to end on that bad note. Yeah. Real quick, what's your prediction for the NBA final? We're going to get into this next episode. But it's already 2-1. Denver has it locked up. They had it locked up, in my opinion, before the series started. Miami has a horseshoe up their ass. It would be nice to see Kyle Lowry win another one, but fuck nice that. Jimmy Butler. I want to see Jamal Murray bring a trophy back to Toronto. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So Nuggets in six, Nuggets in five. Nuggets are not going to lose another game in the series. So yeah, Nuggets in five. They're up 2-1 now. Um, my prediction at the start of the series was Heat in 7. Yeah, I'm still going to go with that. Heat in 7. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks? <sighs> yeah, sure. 20 bucks. <laughs> Might as well. We haven't made a bet in a while. Um, the, but the way the Nuggets played last night, it's going to be hard for the Heat to do it. But I think the Heat can do it. The Heat were pretty close for most of the game last night. Then the Nuggets kind of went away with it in the third quarter. What about your prediction for the NHL? Final. Um, Vegas in five. Oh, I think Florida is going to win a game. I think they're going to win a game. Okay, but Vegas in five, hundred percent. Vegas. This is this is they've been wanting this since their inaugural season where they made it to the Stanley Cup final. They've got depth. You know, they've got the the they've team got the chemistry. <laughs> they've got Aiden Hill from Vancouver Island starting in goal. Literally, they've got Marchessault who's on a tear right oh, now. Oh, he's on a tear, isn't he? He's probably going to win the con Smite. Eichel's playing at a high level. You know, like they they've got topping him for them. Jack Eichel, team. what a story! Yeah, what a story! Going from getting booed out of Buffalo to a Stanley Cup champion. Going from a cranked neck. Playing in a standing cup Literally, final. What a story. I've had a fucking neck strain before. Here I am. Maybe I can go play for Vegas. Maybe you can go play and win a Stanley <laughs> Cup. Uh, Neil. Sorry, sorry, Jack Eichel, if you're listening. Yeah, seriously. He'll be listening. I'm sure. not that sorry. Uh, Neil, it's good to be back. Um, this was a fun episode. Thank you all for listening. Have a good day, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 